to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and buzz sessions. And be petty, because I have a petty spirit. So if my petty spirit is live, it, it will. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How is your week going so far? It's okay. I don't have any major complaints. I am, haven't had to put out any fires this week thus far. So, so far, so good. <laughs> what about That's you? That's always good. At, same here. Uh, so far, so good. I've had some little many 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 tiny <laughs> tiny hurdles at work but i'm not gonna let that get me down i'm Don't just gonna jump over them yep i'm just gonna hop over them and keep going but other than that everything is you know everything is good no complaints good. but have you seen the picture of nicole murphy and um leela uh rashawn's husband he got on trunks or a towel or something and she has on a skimpy bikini and and let's be clear she has a body to die for she does at her age and that many kids or with no matter she has a a really nice body and she's like 50 right yes at least at least yeah she has a really nice body and she's in this bikini and he's in a towel or swim trunks or whatever no shirt on and then i read that she said initially that it was a friend of the family kind of kiss Mm -hmm. like oh we just happened to be in the same place at the same time and you know (laughs) we just greet each other with a kiss in the mouth no i that didn't work for me because I don't know anybody's husband that I would friend of the family or not that I would greet with a kiss like that. Like right. I'm greeting my man with a kiss like that. Like not a friend <laughs> of the family. I, that's just my opinion. Now the most a friend of the family would get is maybe a peck on the cheek and I don't know that kind of makes me uncomfortable yeah but, you good if you're getting a hug from me <laughs> yes I'm more of and and you would get like a church hug like that kind of hug where your bodies don't touch much just shoulder to shoulder and then you kind of pat each other on the back that's a yeah. church hug that's what you would get from me friends of the family like I'm not kissing nobody's husband in the mouth like that uh-uh I, I think she was just dead wrong. And then she tried to clear it up, you know, with the friends of the family thing. And then she apologized. And then, like, yeah. Sometimes she, uh, then, saying less is best because right. she just comes across looking like a liar because she said, oh, we're friends of the family. 
or he's a friend of the family or, or however she uh, worded it the first time. Then she came back the second time and apologized and said she was under the impression that they were no longer together. Yeah, I don't know. That just makes you look bad. I mean, it does make you look bad, but yeah. uh, Lisa Ray was like, that's what she do. <laughs> right. And Lisa Ray didn't hold back. Like, not at all. She did not hold back. She was like, yeah, basically she did it to me. She was with my husband and now she doing it to her. And, you know, she didn't hold back. She came out with it. And the funny thing is. Nicole didn't address that though. <laughs> she, she didn't, and and all of I don't see where he made a statement or said anything. And his wife, if they're still together, I don't know. It was said that she deleted her social media or her Instagram, and it's just unfortunate that. And they have kids. I mean, I don't know how old the kids are, yeah. but it's just embarrassing. Yes, it is. And I read, too, that this is not his first, you know, whatever. Um, he had a child outside of the marriage, right? I think so. But here's what was really sad is I read a lot of people making comments about, you know, that Leela Rashawn has gained a lot of weight and, you know, maybe he's not attracted to her. And, you know, it's basically... You know, people were putting this back on her. And I saw some if, of those comments, and that's just crazy to me. Me, me too, because if if he didn't want to be with her because she gained the weight, then tell her, allow her to work on it or fix it, and then if she doesn't, then leave her. But you don't get to stay with her, but then treat her like crap because you don't want to be with her because she's gained the weight, like, then just leave, you know, if she's gained the weight and you can't, then leave, but you don't get to go and be with other women just because she's gained the weight, like, yeah, that that was an odd one for me, because uh, obviously, I didn't read all of the comments, but I read a few, and the comments that I did read, the blame was being placed, of of course, on Nicole Murphy, for doing what she did and then blame was being placed on the wife because she gained weight and they said okay somebody said women take note this is what happens when you let yourself go which was weird for me (laughs) because that doesn't give you a pass to cheat but I I didn't see a lot of comments being directed at him for what he did right right and that's what I was thinking he um he he is part of this and he's the one that's married. So he he is accountable to Leela Rashawn, his wife, not Nicole Murphy, not that she was right, but I mean he's the one that's accountable. So if anybody is wrong in a situation, I would say let's start with him. <laughs> right. Let's, and then some people were saying, well, we don't know what's going on. Maybe they have an arrangement. Maybe they have an open marriage or maybe they're no longer together. Yeah, maybe all of that. And we don't know. We just know that it came out. Nicole is the only one that spoke on it. 
and uh, his wife deleted her account, her her Instagram account. That's what we do know. Right. <laughs> right. So, well, I hope it works out for the positive, whatever, you know, however it's supposed to work out for them. Yes. I hope it works out in the positive. So, but anyway, we can jump right into this week's episode. Okay. So, I heard something on another podcast, and then I read an article about something, and here was the question. So, can you be pro-black and be married to someone who is not black? (laughs) (laughs) I listened to that podcast. So I'm going to let you start on this one. So what are your thoughts? Do you think Okay, you so I think first to to be on the same page, let's give a definition of pro black. So so what are we saying okay. cuz a lot of people have a lot of definitions of a lot of different things. So what what definition are we going off of? I guess for me, just being, and I don't even know if I like to say pro-black, but I feel like it's just loving yourself and, you know, and all of our, I guess, blackness. And for me, it's understanding all of the things that go along with being black. So all of the stereotypes we have to do, all of the things that go along with being black and accepting those and dealing with those and trying to help others deal with them, that's all in being pro-black for me. Like loving myself and people who look like me and promoting that. So okay. I don't know what the like Webster's dictionary. Well, is. I don't know about <laughs> Webster. The first thing I I got to when I pulled it up was the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> all right, all right. So <laughs> the Urban Dictionary says pro-black is a lifestyle that encourages the economic growth and development of black people as a whole with a purpose of increasing the wealth and population of black people around the world, whether it be spending money with black owned businesses in your communities or online, promoting love for black people and encouraging black youth. Its sole purpose is to keep uplifting black people in America. Okay. So I would think basically the same thing that you said, right? Yeah. I go with that. Okay, so now, having read that, can you be that and be married outside your race? You know, I'm going to go one step further. I'm going to say be pro-black and married to a white person. Okay. You're going to get real Pacific with it. Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I really don't know I sit here and I think about it and I think without without thinking about the definition Uh maybe the first instinct would be to say no you can't be pro-black and marry a white person but then if I go back and I look at the definition and, and the podcast 
that had this conversation, I listened to it as well. And there was a self-proclaimed pro-black woman on there. And she was married to a white man. Um, I, He may have been something else. He wasn't black. But, <laughs> but her okay. thing was who she ended up falling in, falling in love with had nothing to do with the way she felt about her race, her blackness, and her community. And then I think about it like that. And then, so I, I go back and forth. I mean, in a nutshell, I think people should do what they want to do. Right, right. But I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I Part of me disagrees with, and of course she knows how she feels, but I've heard that people say that before. Like, who I fall in love with had nothing to do with how I feel about my race. But for me, how I feel about my race will not allow me to fall in love with anybody but somebody in my race. Because I love Black people and Black men and Black families and all that comes with that, I could never fall in love with somebody outside my race. I don't look at men outside my race that way. Not that I'm saying I don't like them or whatever. It's just, (laughs) I just, I I personally just never look at them that way. Like, I just don't, I've never seen a white man or an Asian or whatever that I've said, Ooh, I want to get with him. No, I've just never, have I seen some that I've said, wow, he's a nice looking guy. Of course, you know, but that's the extent of it. He's a nice looking guy. Now I will agree with that because I too have not, because my preference is black men. I haven't come across a man, and not just a, a white man, but a man of any other race other than black that I found myself to be attracted to because that's not my preference. I think that I would have a bigger issue if it was someone who said they only date outside of their race. Now, okay. Now I just said that. And then I, I I had to pause because I'm like, okay, am I being a hypocrite with this statement? Because (laughs) my statement was going to be, I, I I take pause with people with, with if a black person says they don't date other black people, but then right. I just said I would only date black people. So I guess well, but that's a bit hypocritical of me. <laughs> no, no, because I feel like it's different because black is your race, and so saying that you won't date outside of your race. Is different than people saying, I only date outside of my race. Because this is who you are. So saying, I only want to be with my kind is okay. And if you think about it, when you really think about it, Black people are the only ones, we're the only ones who out here promoting and actually making people feel bad if they say, I don't want to date outside my race. Because when I've said that to people before, Black people they like, oh, 
well, you're so prejudiced or whatever. I'm like, why is that wrong for black people to say it? Because we're the only ones who promoting dating outside of a race. You don't hear um, Pakistani people saying, oh, you got to get with a black dude or, <laughs> oh, you got to get with an Asian. Or you don't hear Asians saying, oh, love everybody. Their families are adamant. Hey, don't bring home, you know, anybody other than people who look like you. And we don't we don't ever say anything. We don't have pause for that. Like, oh, that's racist or whatever. No, Jewish people want you to marry Jewish people. And we don't say anything about that. But we're the only race and the only ethnic group that if we don't say we okay with dating outside of our race, people get you know, these crazy ideas like you're racist or it's wrong. I think it's okay. I'm not mad at Jewish people who say my parents wouldn't let me bring anybody home, but you know, a Jew or Asian people who say, you know, I, I couldn't date anybody, but an Asian cause my family would go crazy. I, now I, I never that. had that conversation in my family. It was never discussed in the household to that it, it don't bring anybody home of another race or you can't date any so i i i don't or i've never really thought about it in those terms or along those lines for me it really has always been my preference and what i like right so i, mean, I never and, really and I, I think... in taking a stand and saying no i'm not gonna date white men but yeah I don't find they're attracted. I'm just not what, that's not what I'm attracted to. (laughs) Right, right. And I think that for me, that's okay. Like, that's okay. Now, for me, can you be pro-black? I think, I feel like that would be like having oil and water and sitting, you know, pouring them both on the table and not expecting them to mix at some point like you're pro-black and let's say he's a down white person like he's down for the cause or whatever but I still feel like wouldn't that be difficult if I'm coming home and I'm struggling with you know something Trump said or Trump did or you know all these different police shootings and all of that and I come home and I want to vent but but you I know like I think that, that it would be disrespectful. But I don't I don't think that that would be disrespectful because there are a lot of white people that don't like Trump, and there are a lot of white people that uh, understand and fight against and protest against the shootings. So I don't know that that would be awkward because I feel like. Not that a white person can understand it on the same level as a black person, but I don't know that it would necessarily be disrespectful to vent to your white partner about it. Because I feel like if they're with you, they need to understand that in some form or fashion or as much as they can. Right. And see, that would be my thing. What if as much as they can turns out to eventually be not enough, you know, for, for what I got going on, like all of my, I'm out here promoting and, you know, uplifting black folks and, and something 
I say or do, they don't necessarily understand, so they can't agree or, you know, and I know every, and I think that, that I think that probably would happen. I think there's a great, great, great chance that that would happen. And that would come into play whether or not the relationship was strong enough to withstand that. But I, I think that there would be times and situations where that person would not understand where the black person is coming from or, or, you know, the black person, in the relationship could get upset about something about some type of treatment. And they may be like, well, I don't think they meant it that way. Or I don't think, you know, that's what they were saying. Cause they may not understand and it may be an issue. Right. Yeah. I can see that that's... happening in a lot of relationships. Right. And so for me, that would be an issue because I feel like then that would be me either always having to explain to you or help you to understand or whatever. There's probably a lot of explaining that has to be done. Yes. Right. Right. And so then that answers the question for me, could I be pro-black? in what I think and what the definition is, promoting positivity in Black people and wealth and, you know, supporting Black businesses and, you know, all that comes along with, you know, our Blackness, I feel like sometimes that would be counteractive or, um, you know, I would be study explaining, like I'd have to help you along all the time. and. I don't know. Will will love override that? I I don't know. Like I feel like it would just be easier for me to be pro black with a black dude. <laughs> it's a difficult topic because I don't want to come across like oh I you know I don't want to date. Well, I am coming across like I don't want to date white guys. I just feel like it would be too much for me. It would be too much for him. And and I wouldn't want to go into something like that. I Like I said, I've never seen a white guy or any other guy that I said, wow, I'd really like to hook up with him and maybe, you know, pursue a life together. No, I've, I've never seen someone other than a black man that, you know, I felt that way about. Now... If one comes strolling across my path, I still feel like I would be like, eh, you know, I'm going to let that go because that's just, that would be too much for me. You know, get into a relationship with him and then we out somewhere and he mistakenly say something or do something or I say something or do something or, you know, it would just be too much walking carefully through the relationship for me you know like uh oh do I say this how would that come across and then I would always be checking was did he almost fix his mouth to say a word to start with an N and end with R like you know what I'm saying like when we get in an argument was you about to call me like I would always be thinking different things so it's just easier to deal with a black dude 
for me. But again, I've never, I've never wanted to. It's not like I'm holding back the urge. Like, oh, I really would. No, I've just never. I can say that with all honesty. I've never seen. Yeah, and and that was the the thing for me is that that was just just never been what I have been attracted to. I I never really approached it from a standpoint of I I, I can't date anybody outside of my race because it would mean that my race is not important to me or that I don't love my people or love my community or anything along those lines. I've never thought about it like that. It was just basically... That's not my preference. Whenever I can, I support black people. I went to a thrifting event this weekend and I bought a couple of items from a a young lady because she was young and black and I wanted to help her with her business. But what if there was somebody white there that that was selling items that you like more? (laughs) I probably would still buy them from the black chick. Really? <laughs> I, and and I, that has happened. Like, I will I will buy them from the book. Because I'm always thinking, you know, the in my mind, there are certain opportunities that we're just not afforded to. That, that they, that she probably, I can't say every white person, but overall, they have more opportunities. So it's upon me to help keep our dollars in our community when I can. Now, going to the hair store, there's limited black folks who sell the stuff that you need from the hair store. So I go, (laughs) you know, um, a lot of times getting your nails done, it's really hard to find somebody without sounding bad, without going to an Asian shop. I mean, that's that's just, I will say here in Atlanta, I found um, two black women who do nails and I've been driving out of my way up until this last <laughs> time, 20 minutes out of my way to go patron them. And so... I, I consider myself pro-black. I do whatever I can to support black people, promote black people. I love seeing black love. And I'm always, I spend time on Instagram looking at the black love pages and black <laughs> relationships. And I, I have always, always loved, you know, black people and just being black. So, for me, yes. So, I think that's why, for me, like, you being pro-black and living and dating and possibly marrying a white person, like, who I am right now, it probably wouldn't work for a couple of days. Like, he would get... (laughs) He would get so undone with my mouth or whatever, it... It would not work, but maybe a couple of days. And probably if no sex is involved, he wouldn't want to deal with that more than, you know, a day or two after the first date. <laughs> he would just probably be like, this, she too much for me. This is, you know, too much. Plus, 
another you know question along with that real quick is um michael basin talked about this a little bit on his podcast uh about i'm I'm wondering would a white dude feel comfortable with a black woman because they say that we're you know figure quote strong and we're assertive and all those other words they use for black women. So would a would the average white dude even want to deal with that? You know, and I know there's black white dudes who marry black women, but as a whole, like. But I think that uh, some of them would like that and are attracted to that to a strong woman and and would seek a black woman just because of that. I think we're. In a lot of cases, uh, that might not... And I think it's the same thing why some black men tend to go for white women because they think that they are more passive and meek and quiet and stand-behind-your-man type of woman. And I I think just like we have some black men that, that, that are drawn to that, in the same token, I think there are some white men that are drawn to the strong, right. strongness right. Of, of black women. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, but um, I think because you have black men that complain about, you know, yes. us being strong and assertive. My question always is, when black men say that about black women, have you have they stopped or anybody who says that, have you stopped to think why we have to be so strong and assertive? You know, what what caused us to be that way as a whole? Not every black woman is that way, but what caused us to be that way? You know, why do we have to be strong? Could it be that you slacking a little bit so we have to come in and, you know, Make it happen. You know, I think you actually spoke on it on I think another episode that we had is a, a lot of a lot of what we say even about ourselves and each other is self-imposed. Right. Because I think you you mentioned before you don't see people saying a strong white woman or a strong this. And honestly, there are some white women that are just as strong or stronger than some black women that I know. Right. So I think that it's it's and a lot of times I don't know why our race we we do this to ourselves a lot. We we deem ourselves the strong one or we have issues with uh, the or making a big to do out of dating outside the race when just live but it seems like we put a lot of stuff on ourselves we do labeling ourselves a well, lot of ways do, that we, do. That we sh- we don't need to we do and i think we take on labels that other people put on us and then we just run with it you know people say black women are assertive and we just run with that when really in my crew of black women that I know and that I'm around maybe on a regular and consistent basis, I wouldn't say they're assertive. Like I have friends in my group 
that professionally make things happen, but I wouldn't say they were assertive in a negative way. Like usually when people say black women are assertive, it's in some sort of negative tone, you know, or whatever. I, you know, I just, the women in my circle just make stuff happen. I don't know that I would say, oh, she's assertive. Like, you know, and, so. And this is why I have a hard time with a lot of labels. This is why with myself, I don't take on a lot of labels or I don't play into it because a lot of times it can come across negative. It can be a negative connotation put to it when you're talking about the strongness of women or when you're talking about certain things in the black community. I, I do love my race. I do love my community. Absolutely adore who I am. Adore black men. Don't want anything else. And that's just how it is for me. Right. I don't go a step further to say, I don't do it because I feel like it's wrong or I don't do it because I'm pro-black or like, you know, like a need to explain why I feel the way that I feel. It's just like, I am who I am and this is what I do and this is how I live right. and not going a little bit further into it. And I think for some, it may come across as, not accepting who you are and not embracing your blackness as a whole. I don't look at it like that, but I can see where it can be viewed that way if you don't do things that some people think maybe you should. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I don't doubt anybody who's not out here figure quote for the cause, you know, like <laughs> I, I mean, if that's that's not your ministry. That's not your ministry. You know, like, whatever. I just, and this is not like something I think about. Like, oh, I'm, I, I need to be pro-black today. So I need to do, it just happens. Like, it's, this just happens. I've been doing this since high school. Like, I, even before high school, I remember, you know, talking to my mom about being black and, you know, and my hair and all of those kind of things. So, but I don't knock people who don't feel that way. As long as you're not out here self-hating and hating black folks, we cool. I mean, right. Or, and, and, and also, and not judging you for the way that you view and the things that you do. Right. And and that's where the problem comes in because I feel like I'm I accept the fact that if you want to date white guys, do you, you know, right, uh, and, right. and, and black guys who out here dating white women, I'm not giving you the side eye when we in the grocery store, any of that. If that's your thing, <laughs> do you, because you're not somebody I would date anyway. So, you know, keep, you keep it going. But right. on the same token, don't be, don't call me out because I say I won't date white men or, I won't date outside of my race or I will only, and I can say with all certainty, I will (laughs) only date black men, you know? So, but don't call me out because I'm saying that that's what I want to do. As you know, I do massages all the time Uh and there's a a salon that, that I go to. They open up one closer to home. 
I was okay. like, okay, I, I need to start because it's, it's closer, it's more convenient. Okay. And uh, I hadn't really established uh, a main person here yet. And you know what? I Every time, like if we're traveling and I decide to get a massage, every time, you know what I want to know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need a black therapist. So <laughs> that's one of those things where... I was just like, this is what I need. And then I feel a little awkward about asking because I'm like, then they're going to side eye me and they're going to be like, uh-huh, that's the chick that only wanted the black. You know, so I'm right. like, what? I'll be trying to look at the names yep. to figure out which one. And of course, you know, I'm telling Mr. He was like, just ask. I'm like, I don't want to ask because they're going to be looking at me. And he was like, well, there ain't no shame in my game. I'll ask. And he yeah. asked for me. <laughs> oh, I... I will ask when I was doing therapy and, you know, you call your insurance company and they set it up or whatever. And I asked the lady, is there a way for you to find out if it's a black female? And she was like, well, um, let me check. She said, well, we'll have to, you know, look at the, I said, well, if you call off the names, some of them I'll be able to tell you if she's black or not. (laughs) And I remember she um she she said Melanie, and I was like, well, that could go either way. Is there? Let me Google her and see if I can see her picture. And I googled her, saw her picture, and um, and so I said, okay, that's that's the one. And she, it was a white lady on the phone, but she was laughing, and I said, well, I I feel like therapy is something that's real intimate, and I need to feel comfortable. And some things yes. I feel like I would be more comfortable talking to a female and a black female than I would an older white guy. Like, I feel like he just wouldn't be able to understand me or a white woman. Like, I feel like there are some things, there's some woman things that she would be able to understand, but I'm more than just a woman. I'm a black woman. So I need somebody who will understand all of that. Not just the woman stuff, but the black woman stuff. So, um, I don't have a problem asking. I will ask in a minute. Realtors, when I'm looking up realtors, I'm like, Latasha, Latanya. <laughs> like, I'm looking for black people. Like, it, uh, almost everything I do, I'm looking for some black people. Like Now, ooh. I don't do that. And, and just generally speaking, if it's something like a massage, if that's intimate, like you are touching pretty right. much every part of my body. Right. That, I, my preference is, um, uh, my preference is a male and my preference is a black male. My comfort zone. Right. That That's an intimate setting. It's Right. Other things, just run of the mill, generally speaking, my everyday, but no, I don't put that much thought into it. Really? I do. I don't. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's your preference. I mean, it's not like you have to. And you to. know what? That is not even a preference. I just don't think about it. Right. I really yeah. Don't. I mean, that's, and everybody does it. it. And, and just like you don't think about it, I don't think about it. It's just what I do. It's second not like. Nature. Yeah. It's second nature. Like. When I'm looking at something, it's always, oh, okay, let me see if it's a black person. Then let me, okay, well, then let me see if it's a brown person. Like, you know, I just <laughs> always, 
I always think about it. And it's not like you said, it's you, you're not thinking about it or it's not on purpose. It's the same for me. It's not like I'm sitting thinking about it. It just happens, you know? Yeah. Well, I think we had a good conversation about all from can you be pro-black and marry white <laughs> to... And to who you want to get naked in front of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that covered a lot. So now we can yes, move on did. quickly to Ratchet Recap. And I just had something okay. quick. I wasn't... Um, I didn't even know that Ashley from Real Housewives of Potomac had her baby. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that either. I know. I she wasn't. She's not pregnant on the epi, on the on the season yet. But I know she was trying. And then I know that she was on. I think maybe when the season first started, she was on Watch What Happens Live, and she was pregnant at that point. But I never knew when the baby was due. Right. Yeah, I thought they had said at one point. I read an article. I thought the baby was due like first. First of August, so maybe oh. it's, it was only a couple of weeks, or, or maybe I misread that. But toward the late, the last episode or the episode before, when they do their, I don't know what they call them, confessionals, or when they're sitting alone and they're talking about the episode, you know, during yeah. the episode, you can tell that she's pregnant. In either this latest episode or the episode before. Oh yeah, now yeah, I, she did look pregnant during some of her confessionals. I just know that they hadn't talked about it in the actual episode, or she hadn't announced anything. Well, up to the last episode that I saw, but I'm really happy for her because I I know that that's something that she really wanted, and she had suffered a miscarriage, so the fact that she was able to carry this one and she had a baby, hopefully healthy baby. It's, uh, a, it's a, a boy, right? Yeah. A boy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for her, um, too, but here's another little tidbit of information that I thought was he, uh, Michael is 59 and she's 31. Like, okay, so I can see the 31 in her, but I thought Michael was older than that. Me too. I would have placed him easily in his, what, mid-60s? Yeah, I'm like, well, I th- yeah, I too thought he was in his mid-60s. But the fact that he's 29 years older than her and... He's having a baby at 60. So when the child is in high school, he's going to be an older man. Like, <laughs> he's going to be a pawpaw. Like, he's going to be pawpaw. He's gonna, well, I mean, look. let's look at uh, Ray. Yeah. With their daughter, Raven. So Ray is about 20 years older than Karen, right? think so yeah because Karen is what in her 50s I think and I think Ray is in his 70s yeah. and the daughter is she, what, 19 20? yeah she, she just finished her first year in the college I think yeah yeah so 
Yeah, I guess they did have him, her pretty young. Wow. I mean, pretty well, old. Ray. He was, Ray was pretty old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. And I mean, to each his own, whatever. But I would just think, you know, at some age, you is it, shouldn't there just be a cutoff? Because you probably won't live to see your grandkids from that child. You know, because yeah, and, and I would say that that was something that he did for her. Yeah, and I I'm going to assume that this is something because I think he has kids. Oh, or he a does. Child. He yeah, does. I thought so. And I think that this this is something that she wanted, and I I I think that he fought it initially. Yeah, but I think he he finally gave in, and I mean, if it was his choice. Would he want a child? Probably not. I don't know. I'm saying probably not. But I think it was something he did for her. And and that's beautiful. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I'm going to let that one go because it just seems like, wow, that's a huge age difference. And I don't know. I just It just seems like there would be a lot of challenges that come with the relationship when there's that big a difference. But maybe not. I mean, maybe it's stuff you can overcome. I don't know. I'm probably just looking on yeah, the outside. Yeah, a lot of times, but... and it, you know, it depends on the, the people and the maturity level of those people. I, I, I guess it works for them. I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, I'm just excited for her that she had her baby. Um, last thing, did you see Kenya was coming back to Real Housewives? I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did see that she's coming back, and Cynthia and Cynthia's gonna have some good news. Yes, she got engaged. Like we always say, at this age, you know, you know, feel like you know when you know. Okay, well, I guess we can. In there, we've talked about everything from pro-blackness to Ashley on Real Housewives. So I think we've covered a good deal. So I guess we can wrap this episode up. We'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. Bye. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye.